Welcome to Imperfect Parenting. I'm Ariel Green Anderson. My name is Mats Anderson. We're bringing you raw, real, and unfiltered stories from around the world. Are you an IP parent? Thing is, I'm afraid to be a mom or to bring children to the world because of the things that I see everywhere, every day in the world. Yeah. Like, there's not going to be enough food, there's not going to be enough water, there's yeah. not going to be enough, enough space for everybody, mm. so that makes me scary. Yeah, yeah. It makes me afraid. But um, I feel like just one or two children, yeah, yeah. maybe in the future, if we raise them well, like, take care of the world, yeah. take care of yourself too, yeah. and be a loving person, yeah. I think that. Hey, that was Daniela Mendoza of Mexico and Sweden. And uh, she and I spoke out in Hotagord in Sweden at the uh, Western Ranch at Lisa's Western Cafe. It was, you know, very woody smelling inside. It was very authentic. Daniela was dressed in Western garb from the olden days. Uh, you could hear the music in the background. Uh, there was Native American uh jewelry that you could buy and watch and look at how she's cre how they're creating things there and teepees and experiences horse riding it's uh, a beautiful place which i hope someday to have retreats or some kind of wonderful cooperation just because it just uh, is a beautiful atmosphere that just opens the spirit and we saw an eagle last year and whatnot. So why, why, why have I sat on, been sitting on this? Well, the truth is that I was waiting for the right moment and there's something that's been growing over the last year that we've been creating podcasts, even though we didn't put them out right away. And I think Daniela really captures that um, somehow because she's talking about, she's talking about motherhood in the future she's engaged to Simon. She is not a mother yet. She has been visioning how to manage it because she probably sees around her. She grew up with kids around. She knows the reality. She wanted 10 kids and now she's reassessing and wondering and at the same time wants to keep her own self inside of everything and her creative dream and her book and all these things. And I think many of us parents um, hope to keep those creative things inside of parenthood. And the reality is that things get gobbled up by reality in daily life. And I realized recently that the podcast is taking, is growing me. And what I really realize it's about, and what it's about is that I want to help and be a part of creating community with all of you to support you and myself. That's the whole reason why this has come to light is I realized that we can't lose those dreams. We can't lose those creative projects. We need to find a way to make the time, even if it's five minutes a day, to, to keep moving forward with them and keeping that piece of ourselves. It brings more happiness, balance, and joy inside of our relationships with our kids and our partners. And yeah, so I'm going to start doing some maybe some live sessions and coaching and whatnot with all of you guys, um, maybe in the Facebook group. So maybe join the Facebook group, which is connected to the Facebook page, IP Parents. Meanwhile, I want to say thank you before we get into the lovely conversation with Daniela. I want to thank our new listeners out in Clarksville, Maryland, and Cathedral, California, and 
Dunstable, Massachusetts. Oh yeah, that's, I'm talking to you guys. And Lutherville, Maryland. Lots of Marylands. I love that. Uh, and I would imagine that's because our last guest was Marla Stahl, and she wrote these woof books. And if anybody has not yet joined in the drawing, the contest to win one of her books, go to our webpage and uh, and join up. All you have to do is write a little moment of about dogs and kids and kindness. It'll be easy peasy. And uh, then you get to join in in the next couple of weeks. Find out who wins the book. So that's what's going on there. And I don't want to wait any longer. I need to dive into Daniela with all of you. Here is our conversation with Daniela out in Sweden. Imagine it. Close your eyes. There are beautiful blue skies and wispy clouds in the air. And all around you see old bridles and teepees and... Uh, western wooden old dark kind of saloon style of cafe and we're inside with this fresh smell of wood and the sound of nature outside and we're having our conversation welcome so this is Ariel Green Anderson again and today still at Hotagord uh, but talking to dear Daniela, and I don't know your last name. Daniela Mendoza. Mendoza? Yes. Oh, okay, so easy for us. <laughs> yes, easy. <laughs> um, and we've seen quite a lot of you because Ella's here so much riding. I know. <laughs> but I didn't get too much time to talk to you, and it was just sort of, you have such a shining energy, and you and Simone have a nice energy together, so oh, I was thank just... thank you. <laughs> and it's not every day that you have... Uh, two cultures from across the world coming together and Mats I and I know that a little bit so and you made comments like so where are we having our babies so I thought well <laughs> let's have a little chat about your I don't know just your thoughts or mutual thoughts or where you think you guys are on different core values or same ones or just in general like uh, here you are before it could be yes. next week next year next decade I don't know but just curious like what your imaginings are okay of, uh, how you wish maybe for parenting to be for you. Oh my god, that's gonna be hell. It's, uh, <laughs> it's gonna be hell. Were you hell? <laughs> no, no. Well, I was, according to my mom, but that's another story. Yeah, I knew that with Ella as well. Yeah. yeah it was a bit of a fireball. So. <laughs> well, I, when I was a child, I wanted 10 children. Wow. Five boys and five girls. That was my dream. I even had a name for all of them. Wow, that's amazing. But <laughs> as soon as I grew up, I was like, mm, no, I don't think this is for me. I love children. Yeah. I'm a teacher. Yeah. I love my babies. I love my kids. But it's like, mm, I can send them back after the school. Yeah. So yeah. I don't have to keep them. So no, no matter who for me. <laughs> Till four years ago when I met Simon. Yeah. Here I was dancing for a, a team park. I'm a dancer. Okay. And that's how we met. And oh, wow. somehow we ended up together. <laughs> His fault, actually. <laughs> and we've been together for four years. And now feels like life can have a meaning if you have like a big family or mm -hmm. not. I mean, mm -hmm. thing is, I'm afraid to be a mom or to bring children to the world because okay. of the things that I see everywhere, every day in the world. Yeah. Like, there's not going to be enough food. There's not going to be enough water. There's yeah. not going to be enough enough space for everybody. Mm -hmm. So that makes me scary yeah yeah make me afraid but um, I feel like 
perhaps one or two children. Yeah, yeah. Maybe in the future, if we raise them well, like take care of the world, yeah. take care of yourself too, yeah. and be a loving person. Yeah. I think that I can work with that. It's not so hard, I guess. It was one of the things crossing our mind, maybe not as intensely as you're talking about it, mm -hmm. but though a lot of my friends are often mm -hmm. having this conversation, like there's overpopulation yes. and what's happening in the world. And of course, coming from the States where I think things have really gone the wrong direction in parenthood, not only politics, but parenthood has <laughs> gone too far, uh, too protective, too, a little bit cuckoo somehow. Yes. Uh, Czech Republic's a little different. And here I'm still learning how things are. It's mm -hmm. uh, another version of things. But we really felt like we together made a lot of light. Uh, uh, right now I'm a bit grumpy, but otherwise we were really <laughs> together shining and people would come and, and there was something special happening. We knew that we were together for a reason. Mm -hmm. And we always felt that Ella was going to be somehow also a being of light somehow. Yes. This is why she got her name, which means bringer of light. That's beautiful. And she came in spring, so it kind of all fit together. <laughs> and we had a bit of a dark period, I would say, between all of our various family members. And okay. she is that. So we had the intention for her that she would be happy, aware, and empathetic, um, make the world a better place. And I hope that that's true. Yes. She's only two. But I know that uh, already we... I talk with Ella, even though she's small, mm -hmm. we talk about things like being aware and being kind or these things. And I see her get very upset when somebody has left trash on the ground by the boats yes. and, uh, or the, see so here's a siren and she's worried for somebody. You know, mm -hmm. these are the things that give me hope that uh, we can bring children in the world and uh, honor their gifts and allow them to bring what they're supposed to. And yes. I feel like, at least myself, I feel like parenting isn't just about you telling them what to do and guiding them, but um, supporting them to do what they're meant to do or their yes. own, find their own purpose. Um, I'm only saying this, I'm only talking more now because, you know, I think it can be scary, parenthood. It, it is. Parenting can be a terrifying thing, and it, it is because you still have to keep this little person alive. I know. How can I keep <laughs> 24 my, hours a day, and I was a teacher as well, alive, so, so. I, I know that, like, I nannied and I was teaching and at the end of the day I had 18 four-year-olds at one point and I thought oh, it can't be worse than this. I mean they were lovely <laughs> but intense, you know, lots of personalities. But uh, yeah, I think there is, there is hope. I think that intention before you're even considering babies is important too I because know. then the spirit that finds you yes. knows that you're aligned somehow and that you can learn yes. from each other and there can be that somehow instead of I don't know. I don't know what everybody is thinking when they're attracting other kinds of realities. Yeah, but <laughs> at the same time, Ella, you know, is fiercely independent. So we well, we well I think that's a good thing at, no, at that age. But it should be. But uh, I have like what are your I don't know. I'm from Mexico. Yeah. And we have one of the highest uh, rates of teenage pregnancies. Mm -hmm. So I just think about those young girls yeah. just having nothing in the world but mm. their mother and, mm. ma and father and bringing a new life to the world like how they're gonna live yeah so i'm very scared that i might have a baby when i don't have a home mm -hmm. or when i don't have money to take care of mm -hmm. them mm -hmm. so how can i have a children how can i bring life if i don't have a life for myself okay it's so community it's about yes. finding your community or being feeling your community yes. maybe more than anything I need to take care of myself first in Absolutely. order to, to be a mother. Because what kind of example could I be 
teaching me the baby. So yeah. Mm -mm. Not yeah. for me. Not yet anyway. I still have my thesis to finish. <laughs> I have school to work. My, okay. I have my book to publish. So Super. it's a long journey. No, it's good that you're finishing that. There's some projects that we started and I started as well. Yeah. One of them was a book actually that now seems like hundreds of years before it will be finished. I know. Because I, I should have just pushed through, you know, yes. before. But then it just felt like the right timing and... Ta-da. You know, but I'm almost 50, so I had her, you know, later. It's different for yes. you. But uh, that's smart. I think it's, it does set, set a really important example mm -hmm. that also that mommy's taking care of her own creative needs and her yes. soul and all of that. And I think the biggest work of anything is maintaining that through these early years of parenting, yes. for sure. So if you create a good foundation as your intention yes. is, it can be great. I need solid roots for yeah. myself yeah. in order to, to give them away to my family. Yeah, which is interesting when you're not at home, mm -hmm. finding where that home is. If it's Sweden, if it's Mexico, somewhere else, it's if it's like Mexico, it's uh, when you have a mixed yet, family actually. that's often really challenging. Like we, we still don't know. I know. Here we are in Sweden, we're living in Czech Republic, we consider California, but we're still not sure where home home yes. will be. So. Well, I think that I'm leaning more on hope because I'm really crossing my fingers for my book. Maybe yeah. I can like um, be successful enough to live whatever I want Absolutely. and like to let him work whatever he wants to <laughs> work on. Yeah. And um, maybe, I don't know, the world is a limit if we have the chance to do so. Because I don't care if I live in Mexico, in Sweden or China. Yeah. Well, not yeah. China. Well. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. I want to Have some creative freedoms would be nice. <laughs> Yeah, but or I was more. thinking uh, Ireland, London, sure, New Zealand, sure. I don't know. And they're all really amazing places. I know. I mean, I don't have a place to call home. My home is where my family is. And in this case, yeah. home will be where he is. Yeah. Ella and I were having this discussion when we first arrived. Mm -hmm. Actually, she learned the word home here in Sweden just a few days ago. Okay. And it was, she said, home, kitty cat. And I said, yes, the kitty cat is at home, but this is also home. Mm -hmm. She looked at me. I said, because when you're <laughs> with the people that you care about, yes. that's also home. Home is also California. Yes. And, you know, home in the heart is also other places, you know, where we have really mm -hmm. special people. So she was kind of like, hmm. So finally she said, okay, time to go home, you know, to yeah. this place. And, <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and attracting your community wherever you go. I mm -hmm. know when I was in New Zealand in a very short time, there was somehow we found community, for example. Mm -hmm. and some places are easier and some places mm, slower or harder to recognize where the alignment is because okay. there's not always the same thinking. I know. I find uh, Sweden to be a beautiful place but also very challenging for the personality that I have. Yes, it uh, is. When I even talked about the lemonade stand with Mats, he's like, okay, I'm not doing this. And I said, <laughs> I know how Swedish people think. And I said, what do you mean? And he said, well, okay, they're going to see this little kid down there. She's a little too small. Da, da, da. I don't know. He had this whole thing. And he said, yes. he said I, uh, I, I'm not sure about it. And I said, okay. He said, well, I just need to tell you my experience this morning was I went down to the playground and I noticed that not only the parents weren't interested in talking to me, but they didn't seem to be interested in talking to their own children. <laughs> and then we talk about <laughs> Czech Republic, which we consider to be a bit more closed than California. Yeah. But they're very interactive, even when you're trying to speak 
a language, you know, uh, that neither one's, you know, a central language, like English, and neither one is the native or whatever, it's people try. Mm -hmm. And there's always the bond for, between the children, like, yes. oh, isn't it nice that they have this plaything, or it's a sunny day, or it's so cool that they have the water here, or I don't know, they, they, there's a meeting place, mm -hmm. and people will be open in that place, even if normally they're not in daily life at the pub or something. Okay. Um, and then California is the other extreme, where you, like, know their middle name in three seconds, or, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, I, and, and really raw, raw, unfiltered things you wish you didn't know uh, very quickly. But at the same time, there's, there's a cooperative nature there mm -hmm. and whatnot, so it's quite cool. But um, I'm still finding that. Like, you know, we found this place, and we're like, oh, wow. At first, we thought it was this quirky, weird mm -hmm. theme ranch you know and then <laughs> then we realized it took us a while to spend more time that there actually was a beautiful energy here yes. and there was a common line in the spiritual place that's important to us mm -hmm. and and that uh, shifted the energy a lot once we kind of stood still rather than just jumping in doing the horse and leaving and mm -hmm. um, we really found something here which was unexpected I could say so I know that even in uh, most rigid of places you can still find that community that kind that you of warmth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, my so. thesis actually is about um, Scandinavian welfare state. So I was reading about it, how different it is from American and how uh -huh. different it is from the British one and, okay. and the rest of the Europe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, basically, European Union. So I was reading that in the Scandinavian countries, they try to to increase the idea of individuality. Uh -huh. So they grow as an individual, yes. not as a part of a family, okay, but as okay. a, I'm a single individual in the middle of the world, mm -hmm. so don't touch me, but take care of me. Okay, interesting. I, I have that, this perspective <laughs> with the Swedish people, yeah, yeah, yeah. now that I know them. I, yeah. I mean, I've been here for three summers, and wow. when I started my master, yeah. I had to like read a lot about Sweden, read a lot, read a lot about Norway and Finland, wow. and blah, blah, blah. So now I understand more about that because yeah. now I, I see that they take care of like one single person as part of a community, yeah. but not as a community as a whole. Yeah, it, okay. it's, it's, I see that different perspective now. That's so I think it's very different for America that we grow as a family. Yeah. Especially in Mexico, that we take care of a family well, this for, for different generations, yeah. like great, 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 great granny and yeah. great, great child so in the same in the same home. house. Exactly. Yes. But I think your culture is better at that than, on average, yes. the American. I, I think that there's many. Well, we have so many states and so many cultures inside of mm -hmm. the this that country, uh, the United States, but. So there are some friends who have more of that inside of their family family circle. Mm -hmm. But our family, for example, is absolute crap at staying connected. <laughs> you know, if we happen to be in the same location, then we will, oh, so I'm coming to California, okay. Oh, well, I'm not sure I'm not going to be that within that location, so maybe next year. You know, yes. there's hardly any communication between. It's, uh, and it's on both sides. It's just really ridiculous. And I actually always thought it was quite cool I think it's really important actually for young kids to mm -hmm. know their grandparents and abuela their and roots. whatever it's important mm -hmm. uh, perspectives different perspectives yes. but uh, I know the old people are not necessarily incorporated into life as much at least in in the area where I live okay the old people were kind of Set in a nice home or not a nice home and then people had their lives you okay. know uh, it was different so and check is 
closer to Mexico, but it's starting and to I go guess. the other direction. Uh, okay. uh, mainly that all my friends every weekend, in fact, when I had my first Czech boyfriend, I thought he was lying because I thought it's impossible that a 21-year-old every weekend was going to his grandmother's you know, <laughs> to take care about something, yes. like help her with the garden or mm -hmm. something like this. But it was just normal. It's expected yes. and it's what you do. And I, for me, that was a totally foreign territory. I, I know. So, but at the, now I, I really respect it more. So, yeah. especially yeah. if I tell some European people that I'm 26 and I still live with my parents, they won't believe me. Mm. But I do because that's our family. That's how we grow. Yeah, yeah. That's part of who well, we are. There's plenty of Europeans who still live at home. <laughs> at least in Czech Republic. I don't well, know. Well, in everywhere. Czech Republic, but, but if I say that, for example, I travel in London, I travel in Scotland, and I was, they were asking me, "Oh, where do you live? Oh, with my parents in Mexico." They were like, "What?" They didn't believe me yeah. because it was weird that someone my age, because now I feel old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay. I don't know. It's like... It's interesting to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I have a job. I have yeah. my own stuff. I pay my own stuff. I yeah. just don't have to pay rent. Yeah, yeah. That's all. In your ideal, if you would you like to be closer to at least one of the families if you were raising your own kids? Or would you want them to know? Well, of course I would like... The uh, generations somehow, even if you're in... Spain or well, London I, or <laughs> I, <laughs> I will try to take care uh, take care of my family as yeah. on my own but of course I want them to get along with their families yeah. like grandma and grandpa and all that I guess at least we have Skype now right <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna take care of the children Woo, that sounds that's grandma <laughs> okay. yeah and it, it's very weird because when when Simon uh, originally proposed yeah. the first thing we did was to gather names for the babies Oy. that was the first thing yeah, yeah. like i just got the ring come on oh my gosh <laughs> okay so it wasn't it wasn't from your side necessarily no 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 no. it's his idea actually that's so funny Mats was the same actually everybody assumed it was me because he had two kids but on our second date he said i'd like to have another child that was like you don't want to get married but you want to no <laughs> slow down you know so swedish people oh, yeah <laughs> hello albel is it time to finish yeah? Okay, it's time to finish. She interrupted the ride. Uh-oh. She went back to mom. Uh-oh. And then she's not going in here. Okay. Something, she's weird. She's wondering what I'm doing. She didn't like when I did this last time. Okay. One. Sure. Yes. She'll want her own. One brown and one pink. Sure. Okay. What do you think, Ella? Yeah? You want some blue slush? Oh, blue, sorry, blue blue and brown, sorry. Blue. You said blue. blue. So did you finish your horsey soon, huh? You sooner than you thought? I'm on my... I'm sorry. I'm sorry I didn't watch you. Did that make you sad? I normally watch you. I know, baby. Yes, it's okay. your mom. I'm not going to steal her okay, from you. Okay, don't worry. We're just having a chat. Yeah, chat. chat. A chat. Any last thoughts you want to leave us with as far as your, um, I don't know... Mm. The beautiful blend of Mexico uh -huh. and uh, Sweden. Well, and it's a <laughs> huge world of difference. <laughs> but uh, th I think that's part of the challenge. If it was easy, everybody could do it. Yeah, yeah, sure. So this is my adventure. This yeah. is my happy ending before ending. So <laughs> I am excited. I'm thrilled. I, I love that man. So I, I will love my family. The I man love. who climbed the barn to see the... the and, Blood he moon and, and he didn't wake me up. <laughs> and, and my monkey man. And he didn't wake me up. So 
I Where? love him a little bit less. Ay, 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 ay. Thank you very much. So, it's been a while since we've seen Daniela. It's so nice to kind of reconnect with her. Yeah, it, it was nice. And it, 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 it was nice also both to hear Daniela and also the evolution you have gone through in during the podcast. This was one of your first interviews, even the second one, I think. Yeah, I thought that too. When you mentioned that, then I, when I, I re-listened to everything and and then I realized that in fact, uh, recently I feel like I regressed back, but I realized that if I have sleepless nights that I am really chatty and, you know, it's uh, it annoys me to hear it. I think maybe the information is fine, but it, it's all the talking that I do sometimes. I think, just be quiet. Uh, but um, anyway. It was great to revisit Daniela. I did this um, talk with her very spontaneously, partly because she's open and because she was sitting there talking about, you know, her babies and this and that. And I thought, you know, let's just see what happens when we have a conversation. I didn't really know. But what's interesting to me is that I I hadn't uh, really fully gotten a chance to, or I maybe I've forgotten now, look at the photos that I had asked her to send right away because I, I know that time happens and yeah. whatever and and just the other day I thought okay yeah now it's time you know uh, to come back to the topics that she's talking about and I really uh, have been sitting on this interview just I just trusted my intuition that even though I could have just put it out last year but there was some some reason why and uh, I mentioned that at the beginning before this uh, we played the episode here about how the things that she's talking about, I realize, is the direction of the of the podcast. You know that about you know the intention that we parents want to keep our dreams and our hopes and our creativity alive. And so, coming back to listening to her, I think to myself, "Oh my gosh, I hope that when we see her the next time, she still feels the same way." <laughs> you know, but yeah. it, but so it feels important to put it out now. You know, before we reconnect with her, and as well. Um, you know, the point I, I got sidetracked, but the point was that I opened the email to look at the photos and I realized I had, I knew she danced, but I didn't realize she was such an incredibly accomplished dancer. Like you see these photos of her, you'll see her, you guys have to go and check out the blog. It's just, wow, just stunning. The costumes and the stance, you can feel her strength and her power of woman, so so to speak, coming through. So, you know, I, I, I know a lot of women who have had strong and independent lives and, and parenthood can be shockingly challenging mm. and you don't think it can happen to you. I mean, that's how I felt. Maybe I'm projecting that. Um, and a lot of people I've had conversations with uh, as well, didn't think it would happen to them. So I'm, I'm hoping that she is going to be able to lead the way and as a human being may also have her own hiccups when that reality of those early years happens. Uh, yet I think it's just fantastic reminders for all of us what are the dreams and the aspirations and the intentions that we had for our partnerships, our lives, and, our, and what we thought family would look like, and how have we gotten lost in different things, and how can we come back around to those things, you know? And so I think I, I want to encourage our audience to think about today, you know, after we wrap up here, uh, what are those dreams and how are you fulfilling them? That's sort of... You're nodding at me. Uh, <laughs> that's partly why I want to start doing some live sessions with our, our yeah. Facebook group, you know. 
which is very slowly growing. <laughs> Once we get a handful of people in there, I will do that yeah, just yeah. to see what we can do about that stuff. No, I, I'm curious also to see where where they are now and where she is where she is now, and um, and also what from what what she said, I'm impressed how in how short time just three summers or she nailed the Swedish society and how yeah yeah four it. years of being with, with yeah a couple Simon. of years in Sweden <laughs> yeah. um, I, I, six years later I'm still figuring it out I, I think it's interesting this thing that you don't have this family notion in Sweden that you really have um, that there is there is a it's book amazing I think there's a book that came like 10-15 years ago of, uh, it's called uh, Svenskan Människa I think it's 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 a Swede a person by Henrik Berggren. It's really interesting where he explains what what she touched on, but in really depth and how it formed the Swedish society over hundreds of years. That you have a contract as an individual with the state, but you don't necessarily the I, family. You 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 don't want to have any dependency to your family. Uh, so you never. I think the opposite to the Godfather uh, way of living. <laughs> Uh, so this, you have a contract with the state as an individual. They take care of you from that you are a little kid. Then you go in the kindergarten and then school, and then you go to the elder homes. With, when 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 you're getting old, and you rarely see if someone comes and visits you from your family, you're a lucky person. Um, I think the theory is maybe good, but I'm not sure if the implementation is fantastic. Yeah. Well, that's like communism yeah. here. The It sounded good. You know, a lot of the things that everybody has the same thing and la la, but in practice, it's a bit intense. Uh, I myself have struggled with the differences between Swedish style and Californian style, for sure. You know, that said, my family on both sides are a bit crappy at keeping in touch. We make our efforts. I'm thankful for Facebook and a handful of us kind of do touch in. It's just not, you know, I think the closer you are in proximity, the easier it is. Yeah. In, in American society, things, people are so well spread out, you know, and we don't get a month off for our holidays where you can connect with friends and family. You get such a small window of free time that it, it you know, you end up not seeing your family because you know they're there, you know, kind of thing. But anyway, yeah, it, it's, Pretty amazing you, you how she was really into the playgrounds. It. I'm curious to see if we go soon again to see how if if it's evolved. I'll try to talk to some people. I've never tried that before. No, you in Sweden. You said that they didn't talk to you. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't uh, last year when I tried. They didn't. But I try again. I mean, I'm not the most uh, talkative person in, when I'm in Sweden as well because I fall. Yeah, in, you, you fall, fall into your old. I fall into my personality. Swedish. Personality. So weird for me. Uh, maybe that everybody, we, the comedians are always talking about this, right? You know how people regress back into who they were before when they go to their home house or their home country. I, I used to see it. I used to meet guys on holidays. We all be backpacking in this. Oh, wow. And then you go back to their, you know, Germany or wherever it was and you think like, what the heck happened here? You know, just different than you expected and vice versa, of course. Like mm -hmm. we're all different in different places. Well, not always, but it, it's surprising. And you're a person who is generally the same all the time. Like one of the things that impresses me, you don't alter your personality for different people and not in a noticeable way. Like you're just, I'm Mots. You know, you even say that a lot. I'm Mots. And, but at home, you're different. You know, you consume differently, you know, foods and yeah, yeah, yeah. your mentality. And a certain time of day, you get super weird because it reminds you of this or that. It's all these really, it's, it's, it's yeah. powerful. And I'm a little nervous because here we're going to be moving towards my zone 
you know, and living there and we don't know which and which and I'm going to see my my past at every corner and and also what am I going to fall into and have you I don't even know if you've seen that but um, yeah and okay. I, I'm I'm curious because now uh, Daniela is she was still spending quite a bit of time in Mexico for studies and all of that. Well, that so, must be such a big difference. Whoa. I mean, talk about, you know, winter, summer. It, it's very, the, the weather is different. Yeah. The mentality, the, the openness of the people, the, um, you know, the religion, you know, even if you think about it, because part of the family culture is also about religion and whatnot. So um, I think we have a little person coming our way. I think so, too. <laughs> is there anything else you want to say before we wrap up? No, that's... Uh... Danielle, I can't wait to see what's up next. And here comes our daughter. Hello, Ella, my love. We wish you all a beautifully imperfect day, and uh, we'll see what Danielle is up to the next time. And uh, go check out our Facebook group and join if you'd like to have a live session coming up in the summer and also some discussions and supporting each other in our dreams and ideas. Hello, love. I don't normally push Facebooky things, but because I want to do a live session, I definitely encourage you guys if that's interesting for you. If you want to uh, have a supportive, safe space to connect. Yep. Otherwise, have a really great day, as I just said, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to Imperfect Parenting and our Imperfect Podcast. For show notes, links to things we discussed, our blog, and more, please go to our website at www.imperfectparenting.net. If you have questions, comments, or stories you'd like to share, please go to our social media on our page or write us at info at imperfectparenting.net. We would love a review on iTunes from you and might have a couple surprises at the other side. So... IP parents around the world, keep having a wonderfully imperfect day.